Life Audio. Hey, friend, Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. Today, I am reading to you a letter I wrote to Gwyneth Paltrow, the actress. Okay, that might sound weird if you're not on Instagram, but let me explain. Gwyneth shared her wellness plan, and she shared what she eats in a day, and it was pretty disturbing. So she's been receiving a ton of criticism around it. And my heart today is not to criticize her further, but to educate. Because my thought is that you, my friend, might be where I was and where I still would be if God hadn't plucked me out of it, listening to a wellness plan from a celebrity and ready to do the same thing with the hope that maybe I could look more like her. Maybe I could get her body if I ate as she ate or exercised as she exercises. But friend, there's a better way. There's a path of freedom where you don't have to keep following every influencer's plan, hoping we'll find the unicorn the right one. And we're going to get right to that in today's episode right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Well, hey, friend, thanks again for listening to the Compared to Who show today. So today I'm going to read to you a letter I wrote to Gwyneth Paltrow in response to her wellness plan. And I'm going to put the full text of this letter in a link in the show notes so you can read it all if you want to share it with a friend. The truth is, even if you're not the one who heard her wellness plan and was tempted to try it, um, you know someone who was, you know someone who is already trying it. So my hope is that this episode would be a tool to help women who are caught in this kind of disordered eating or perhaps full-blown eating disorder to give them some hope and some freedom. Of course, 
anything in this episode isn't medical advice. I'm not a dietitian, a doctor, or a psychologist. These are just thoughts from someone who's been there on what's going on with our friend Gwyneth and what could help. Here we go. Dear Gwyneth, I see you. I hear you. I feel like I know where you're at in your relationship with food. I caught a bit of your wellness interview earlier this week on Instagram where you shared your diet, what you eat in a day, and it hurts to hear. It hurts because I relate so much to it, but you didn't put this label on it. It seems like the theme of your new food plan is trying not to eat. I've been there. I've done the coffee for breakfast, the negative calorie lunch after trying to intermittently fast most of the day, the gluten-free protein and veggies dinner. I've done this like you while working out an hour a day. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I liked how my body felt when I did it. I know you like how it feels too. It's energizing to eat so little, but now I know that nothing about that energy is healthy. The buzz is stress hormones coming in to help our starving bodies. The buzz is a sense of righteousness over food, as if we've finally conquered our body's desire to eat. The buzz is a signal that we're doing something dangerous. We're dangerously under eating. Gwyneth, I felt that buzz. I liked it too. It was sort of addictive. I'm grateful that my body said enough though. My body wouldn't let me go on like that. It shouted, feed me or you won't function. And with four young children at home, I had to choose functioning. But you're under pressures I could never imagine. As a celebrity, people are always watching your body, always photographing your body. You've made your mark on the world as this tall, svelte, thin, and beautiful woman. For the body size or shape to change, that would draw criticism from the tabloids. You do not have the same freedom to age and have your body change shape as I do. I mean, you should have that freedom. But because of the way our culture glorifies thin-bodied celebrities and classifies any change in a body size as unhealthy... You're trapped in ways I could never even imagine. You see, I don't think your limited daily diet is really about food. Most of us like food. Food is fun. Food tastes good. Well, maybe not that bone broth you drink for lunch. Some of that's nasty. But food makes us feel good. Our blood sugar rises when we eat to help us feel stable, to help us feel safe. Food is only the enemy when we believe that it will negatively affect our body size or shape. Food is only the enemy when our body size or shape is so important to us that we're willing to sacrifice food to save it. But Gwyneth, I pray you see how dangerous this is. Our bodies were designed to live on food. The nutrients from foods of all varieties, even carbohydrates, are how our bodies sustain themselves. We were designed to eat. But when our caloric intake drops below 1,500 calories a day, basic systems in our body stop working. One of these is our reproductive system. 
I know I lost my period for almost a year because I didn't have enough calories to fuel this system. I'm grateful that it came back, but I know many women who have chased a thin body, lost their periods, and struggled to regain them. They determine they want a baby, but then they struggle with infertility later, and I can't help but wonder if teaching our daughters to eat or not eat in this way so that they can have a certain body size or body shape. I can't help but wonder if this is damaging to a whole generation of girls who may someday want to have children. On less than 1,500 calories a day, and let's be honest, your diet sounds closer to 1,000 or 1,200 calories, we feel more anxious. We feel dizzy. We can become preoccupied with food. Honestly, I don't know how you're not thinking about food all of the time. When I was in my eating disorder days, it was all I could think about. It feels weird now to have that mental space back. It feels strange now not to think about food all the time because I just thought everyone did. If you don't believe me, there's some fascinating science out there to back this up. One gem from decades ago is the Minnesota Starvation Experiment. The study was conducted on men, healthy young men, who were conscientious objectors in World War II. They were monitored for a few months to ensure that they were indeed mentally and physically healthy. They were eating around 3,200 calories a day. But then their diets were radically altered. Their calories were cut way low to 1,500 calories. Notice, this was a starvation experiment. And that was the number. 1,500 calories was the number of starvation. What happened to these men was unbelievable. They experienced depression and hysteria. They started talking and dreaming about food all the time. They were sneaking and stealing food even out of trash cans. And they started reading cookbooks for the pictures. I think they call that food porn now. They were buying kitchen gadgets. There's a 50 chapter report on all of the effects that were observed. It's really unbelievable. And even after these men were brought back to a rehabilitative calorie amount, their side effects didn't instantly vanish. They still had little interest in sex. They had greater feelings of guilt around food and that anxiety and depression lingered. In other words, eating that little really messed them up for a long time. When the researchers eventually allowed the men to go back to eating whatever they wanted, some ate up to 11,000 calories a day. Their bodies demanded to be refed, and their relationship with food continued to be abnormal because of their body's underlying fear that food would be taken away from them again. This is just one of the numerous studies out there that show that restricting food and eating about the same number of calories or maybe more calories than you consume in a day can be very, very dangerous. In fact, studies show that 95% of those who lose weight by restricting calories on a diet will regain it within five years. That 5%? That 5% that happens to keep it off, I'm not a scientist or a dietitian, but my bet is that they keep it off because they develop a full-blown eating disorder. Gwyneth, I'm sure you know that eating disorders aren't a game. You probably see them all around you in Hollywood. They're the second biggest killer behind opioid addiction in the mental health category. Girls and boys, women and men are hospitalized and losing their lives because of recommendations to eat like you do. I'm confident your heart was not to hurt anyone, 
but you do need to know that your diet recommendations have tremendous power, power that can change the way a young girl eats and set her down a dangerous course. When I was a teen, I studied the diets of my favorite celebs, tried to eat exactly like they did. Of course, I only had magazines to read or I had to catch the right episode of Entertainment Tonight to find out exactly how they ate. There wasn't a social media post I could watch and rewatch until I got it all down. But things are different now. Our power as influencers is far more dramatic than ever before in history. But Gwyneth, let's go back to the heart of this. We're not free around food because we're not free in our bodies. We're not free to eat because we believe that what we eat every morsel makes our bodies look or behave a certain way. Of course, there's some truth in that, but it's certainly not the whole story. Maybe not even 50% of the story. Women in larger bodies who have atypical anorexia are a growing category. You cannot look at someone and tell how they eat. Trauma, hormones, life experience, health issues. There are so many factors at play when it comes to how our bodies look and what size we wear. Some women do seem to have more power to manipulate their body size and shape, while others do not. But manipulating body size through restricting food isn't wellness. It's sickness. I don't know what your body image journey has been, Gwyneth. I don't know if you've ever struggled or had family members who struggled to accept their body size. I remember you wearing a fat suit in the movie Shallow Hal. And I wonder what kind of messages seeped into your soul during that experiment. Did you make a vow to yourself that you'd never get bigger lest you face the shame and condemnation that came with that size of body in that movie? Does having a bigger body feel scary to you? As a Christian body image coach, I understand how you'd feel this way. I mean, I look back at pictures of myself from my eating disorder days, and I know that if that me could see the me today, she may be a little disturbed. I was never supposed to let my weight rise at all, or as I would say it, get quote unquote out of control. I was supposed to use every method I knew to make sure I would never be a victim of my body's desire to change. That was part of my sickness. I look back at those old pictures and I see a very thin woman who thought she was too fat. I also see a woman who was constantly thinking about and stressing over food and her body. She didn't have a lot of mental capacity for anything else. Body maintenance, body change, body improvement. Those were secretly my biggest goals. And that's what the sickness does to you. That's how the eating disorder operates. If God hadn't interrupted my journey, I'd likely be following your wellness plan starting this week. Monday, of course. But he did. God stopped me and showed me that I had made my body size an idol. It's easy to see now that I'm able to take a few steps back from it. Our culture sets up these figures, these idols of what we should look like in our skin. And then it makes promises. It attaches those promises to these idols, to this ideal body shape. If you get a body like Kim's, then you'll have wealth or happiness. If you get a body like Taylor's, then you'll have success. If you get a body like Gwyneth, then you'll have health. But idols don't deliver. As a Christian, I know that they don't deliver because Jesus is the only one who can truly save me from the misery of this life. Jesus is the only one who can answer my earthly struggles with peace and security. He's the only way to true life. While idols scream, do whatever it takes to look like me so you'll have the life you've always dreamed of. We know this isn't true. 
beautiful women, Hollywood stars who most of us would give anything to look like, still get dumped, cheated on, fired, depressed, despairing. Having the right size or shape of a body doesn't save us from life struggles. Instead, for some, it may even make the struggle worse. And then there's midlife. Oh, Gwyneth, you're just a few years ahead of me. Aging is hard on women, but I can only imagine it's harder on you as a celebrity. Celebrities aren't supposed to age. And I'm proud of you for taking a stand and not being afraid to let the signs of aging show sometimes. I've seen your makeup-free selfies. Thanks for not buying the lie that women are not supposed to show the signs of aging on their face. Even with all the right products, looking older is normal. Staying frozen in the same face you had at 30 is not. But with aging comes body change too. I wonder if that's the scarier part of aging for you, Gwyneth. Is that what you're battling now? Perimenopause, or some call it the second puberty, rocks our bodies the same way our 10 or 11-year-old selves were startled by widening hips and budding breasts. I wonder why our culture fights midlife body changes so hard. We never tell a 12-year-old girl to fight what's happening to her body. We tell her it's normal. And yet my Instagram feed is filled with ads on how to stop my body from aging. I'm supposed to hack my hormones so I don't look like I'm going through perimenopause. Something about that seems odd to me. Aren't these changes normal? Isn't this how our bodies were designed to age? Gwyneth, I don't know if you'll ever listen to this episode and hear my ramblings, but I pray you do. Because I want you to know that your body deserves to eat. You do not have to starve yourself to stay thin for us, the crowd, the fans, the elusive ocean of public opinion that will critique and condemn you one day and praise you the next. I hope you'll get some help to have a healthier relationship with food because food is not scary. It's just food. It doesn't have the power we were taught by the diet companies that it does. And more so, your value is not tied to your body staying a certain size. You are loved and you are especially loved by a God who sees and knows every part of you. He isn't ashamed of you. He's not ashamed of you when you restrict food, but he longs for you to know freedom. He longs for you to know that he's the only one who can truly save you. Having a better body, having optimal health, these things will never save us or set us free. Only Jesus can do that. Well, hey, thanks for listening to my open letter to Gwyneth Paltrow today. I hope something in this letter has helped you. Maybe it's helped you think about food issues in a different way today. I pray it has. And more so, I pray that something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. The Compare To Show is part of the Life Audio Network of Christian Podcasts. For great Christian podcast content, visit lifeaudio.com. Oh, 
hey there, before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's word.